Welcome to Ditch the Classroom. This is your host, Ariana Vernier, and I'm so excited that you're here. I'm a teacher turned business coach who is so passionate about helping fellow mamas like you ditch the classroom and pursue your big, hairy, scary dreams. Imagine a life where you could still impact the world, but do so while following your passions and spending more time with your babies. In Ditch the Classroom, we'll explore ways you can do just that. Myself, guest experts, and amazing teachers who have also built a successful business will share tools, tips, and resources to help you ditch the classroom too. Are you ready? Here we go. Before we hop into today's episode, I had to let you in on something special I created just for you. If you've been wondering if freelancing or virtual assistance is right for you and just want to get your feet wet to see if it's a good fit, then you need my Ditch the Classroom Toolkit. This toolkit comes with two video modules to help you figure out what services you want to offer, as well as how to package your services in a way that will help you attract clients quickly and replace your income faster. There are also two special bonuses included. Bonus number one is the set your prices video, so you can take the guesswork out of what to charge. Bonus number two is the top eight places to find paying clients guide. Right now, you can grab the Ditch the Classroom Toolkit and both bonuses for a steal of a price, only $27. But hurry up, because this amazing discounted price won't last long. You can grab your spot at arianavernier.com forward slash ditch dash the dash classroom or find the link in the show notes. All right, let's get to the show. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Ditch the Classroom podcast. If you've been around for a while or just welcome in general, if you're new today, I'm really excited because we and even though we're teachers, we've never had a Teachers Pay Teachers guest on the show. So I'm really, really, really excited to bring to y'all Alex Baxter. She is a TPT seller, former teacher. She's going to walk us through what it's like being a TPT seller today um, and give us all the tips that we need to start doing this and either supplement our income or replace it completely. So welcome, Alex. We're so excited to have you. I'm so excited to be here. Thank you for letting me on the podcast. (laughs) Of course. So can you just kind of get us started with sharing a little bit about yourself, your journey into teaching and how you got into this world of Teachers Pay Teachers? Sure. So I am an elementary, I was a former elementary teacher. So over here in Australia, we have different words for things. So I'll try to say the American one if that's okay. But yeah, over here, we call it primary school teacher. And so I taught um, third grade and first grade for quite a few years. And I also did some part-time like substitute teaching as well. Um, I did struggle a little bit with like anxiety and definitely struggled in general with teaching. So it was definitely um, an amazing transition from the classroom to do something different because it has made a big impact on my mental health and I'm so much happier now. So it's been a really great change for me. So I started my Teachers Pay Teachers store in 2016. So I was teaching at the time and I did it for quite a few years while I was teaching. And it was just like a little side hustle wasn't hugely profitable or anything it was like a couple of hundred dollars a month at most but I enjoyed it and then sort of circumstance happened and I kind of went to part-time teaching and I was able to dedicate more time to my business and I think I changed my mindset too from like that side hustle kind of mindset into being more of a business mindset and then I was able to completely transition out of the classroom into TPT full-time because sort of what I was earning was you know 
I was slowly creeping up to matching my salary and getting better and better. And I thought, I think I'm, you know, I'm ready to do this now. And I think I want to do this now. So it was really exciting. But yeah, that's where I'm at now. I'm full-time TPT. That's amazing. And the fact that even when you were doing it as a side hustle, it was giving you a couple extra hundred dollars a month. Like that's, that could be a car payment. That could be um, a grocery store trip that, that can be really beneficial in teachers' lives, even if they're not out of the classroom yet. So that's awesome. Yeah. I shouldn't downplay it really. Like, you know, it's something. It was better than nothing. It was, I guess, um, when you first start on TPT, it's hard because it's it can be a bit competitive, and you're seeing all these people making like you know like millionaires or whatever. So you're always kind of chasing the next dollar. And I should sit back and think, well, actually, that was really a great accomplishment considering how busy I was teaching that I was able to make that little bit extra money. So yeah, I should be really grateful for that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's amazing. So can you tell us a little bit more about your transition out of the classroom? I know you said you struggled a little bit with um, anxiety. Can you just tell us a little bit more about that experience and if there was like a pivotal moment where you realized like it's time to leave? I, I wish there was. I don't think there was like a really pivotal like moment. I think it those things that gradually build up mm-hmm. and I remember really loving like my first year of teaching and being really optimistic and positive which I think a lot of teachers are and then you start to get a little bit jaded you know as you go through and I think I was I think I was a good teacher and I think I was good at managing the student I think I just had that tendency for anxiety of things not being perfect and going my way and worrying but you know, that there would be some misbehavior or something would go wrong. Maybe that was just personal to me and so that made me kind of on edge and anxious all the time and sort of dreading things I think it just yeah kind of messed me up a lot and I was just very uh, bitter in the job I suppose I just didn't want to be there that's the truth of it so it was it was really nice to transition out into something that I enjoy where I'm you know happy when I wake up in the morning I'm not miserable um, and I don't talk about that very often this is probably like the first time I've really opened up about it but yeah I was quite miserable and it has been such a positive change so I really just gradually kept building my store and it was a very much a long process it wasn't like an overnight thing I, I wish it was like a I woke up one day and magically made that decision or anything but it was very gradual and nothing of value is ever overnight it takes time to build anything that's going to be sustainable and last yeah definitely it's TPT is, is not an overnight kind of thing at all it's very much a slow burn for sure yeah virtual assistance and freelancing is kind of my my niche of teaching people how to ditch the classroom and so that's not overnight either so like I said the 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 things that are going to last are going to take you time to get down pat so I really appreciate you sharing a little bit with us and being vulnerable about your your struggles with anxiety because I know some of my listeners probably deal with that um so I think that's really helpful I appreciate you oh thank you So can you share a little bit with us about what it's like being a full-time TPT seller? Because that's, that's amazing. Oh, thank you. It is, it's interesting. It's a weird, surreal thing, working for yourself, working from home, being your own boss. It's, it's so different to being in a workplace and it has its good and it's bad. It can be kind of lonely at times and it requires a lot of motivation and perseverance. You know, you've got to be the one that's pushing yourself to do more, Mm -hmm. but as a sort of, I'm kind of an introvert. I kind of love it. I have to admit being able to do, you know, just be on my own. <laughs> Are you an introvert as well? Yes, so. definitely. <laughs> <laughs> so it's not just me. Um, so yeah, deep down, I probably love that. Um, but it's basically, I don't know if I had to briefly describe it. I would say I spend most of my time creating project products for 
creating digital products, worksheets and digital activities. But then a lot of my time is also spent marketing. So mm-hmm. a lot of product photography and Pinterest and Facebook and email and blogging. And it's like a million and one things. <laughs> and I have to be very organized in order to get it all done. Yeah, I think sometimes people have a different vision of their head that, oh, if I create this and I post it, like the sellers will, will come or the buyers will come, sorry. But you you do have to market. You do have to get your information out there because if you're if you're not posting it on other platforms, just expecting someone to go search TPT and find your content, it's possible, um, but you're more likely to get those sellers by marketing yourself on other platforms. So I love that you shared that. Yeah, I think that's kind of where that, like you said, virtual assistant or your area, your niche comes in. That's that's where we need the VAs because we are so overwhelmed with how much we have to do. And we want a lot of the time we want to just be making products, but we we have like 80% of the time we're spending trying to grow an email list or do a blog. And it's nice to be able to have that community, you know, you guys out there, freelancers that say, you can help me with my blogging and you can help me with my Pinterest. I mean, it's awesome. We need it. <laughs> yeah. Definitely. So do you have any tips for my listeners who are interested in running their own Teachers Pay Teachers store? It's very hard for me to narrow down. Just like I could be here all day otherwise. But I guess I will say I'll build on what we said earlier about it being a slow burn. So it requires a lot of patience. So I would say you have to go into it with that mindset, knowing it's going to be a long game and it's not an overnight thing and being patient with it. And that's with anything, TPT and all your marketing. And then Focusing on quality over quantity, definitely creating quality products, creating quality pins, whatever you do, not always doing things for the sake of it or because other people are doing it, but making sure what you do is great and like sticking to what you're good at and what you know. I mean, I I know a lot of new sellers get overwhelmed taking on everything. They're Mm -hmm. in their first year and they're trying to do all the different marketing platforms and they just burn out. And I I had a really great first couple of years of just making products and it was so easy peasy. It wasn't stressful. And I, yeah, I wish all the newer sellers would would just take it slow and not try to do everything at once. That's my tip focus just on creating the quality products that the teachers need. Yeah. And I think too, I always talk about niching down as a freelancer or a virtual assistant and even niching down in your, in what products you offer for TBT. So just, just focus on the grade levels you're confident in. You don't have to offer everything for everybody. Get specific. You could even get specific on what subjects you create for. Um, I think that's really important too to consider is just niching down into what you love. And then once you have that following, expand what you offer maybe, but getting really specific and I'm the go-to person for this. Yes, that's a huge part of success. I think not trying to do it all, not trying to cater to every single teacher because, you know, you you just can't. You try to cater to everybody, you'll cater to nobody. So if you just cater to eighth grade algebra teachers and you become the queen of algebra digital resources, like you're going to be so much more successful than if you try to cater to every single grade level and every single subject. So, yes, that's so true. I love that. Yeah, definitely. So... This is, I, I'm, I've never created, like I created my own resources when I was a teacher, but I never sold them on Teachers Pay Teachers. So I just like, I, I love picking your brain. It's, it's a lot of fun. <laughs> awesome. So I can't think of anything else that I have like questions about as far as Teachers Pay Teachers. Is there anything that 
you want to add that maybe I didn't ask? Because like I said, I'm not super familiar with this space. Um, yeah, okay. I'll try to imagine that we've got listeners who are, cons- I mean, considering starting a store or would you say they would already be TPG sellers? I mean, Probably considering time. starting. Okay, considering starting. So yeah, like building what we said before, definitely deciding what you're going to cater to and niching down and saying, I'm going to make this type of resource or this grade level, or this subject or this topic and finding your sort of zone of genius. And then learning all the, I mean, you can figure it out on your own, but there are also courses and things out there, but, you know, learning how to use PowerPoint or whatever product you have, investing in your business percent like getting quality fonts and clip art and making your products look beautiful because that's definitely one of my early regrets is I didn't invest in my business and I'm sure you probably feel the same way about being a freelancer like investing is so important so I guess that's one of my huge regrets and I would say if you're about to start go in with that mindset that it's a business and if you invest in it you'll grow quicker for sure yeah I I love there it's a quote and I have no idea who said it so sorry to not give credit, but um, <laughs> if you treat your business like a hobby, it's going to pay you like a hobby. If you treat your business like a business, it'll pay you like a business. Um, and I've always stuck with that. And that's why like investing in yourself, yes, it's scary at first, but you get used to it and and you see the return on value in whatever, whatever service you offer, whether it's TPT or virtual assistants, anything, you're going to get that return on value if you put the effort in. Yeah, I think it's a mindset thing. And I sometimes feel like I'm telling people about it, but if they're not ready to listen, they're not ready to listen. So you have got to be in that right mindset. Um, And I wasn't when I first started. I thought that I was saving money by doing everything for free. I thought like, oh, why am I, Why would I spend hundreds of dollars on all these things? I can get it all for free. That saves me money. And I, I cringe when I think back to that because I know that I lost thousands of dollars because of that mindset, because I refused to invest in learning and I refused to invest in like equipment or programs or apps. And I I don't want to think about how much money I've lost because it would scare me, I think. But I'm guessing it's just thousands and thousands of dollars. So yeah, having that earlier you have mindset change, the better, the more successful you will be. I mean, I'm proud, incredibly proud of the people who go into it with that straight away. I'm so envious. And I know a few of them who have gone in and said, I'm going to become a TPT seller. And from literally day one, they're investing money in their early days. And I'm like, I wish I had done that. So good for them. (laughs) Yeah. And you don't have to, you don't have to invest like your entire life savings, but taking those baby steps. And even like when you make some sort of income, setting aside a small percentage of that income towards your next investment. I love, have you ever read the book Profit First? No, but I've heard about it and I really want to. It's so good. And I didn't even actually finish the whole thing because it got a little bit too complicated for my kindergarten <laughs> brain to handle. But one big thing that he says is every piece of income you get set aside 10% to like reinvest. Um, so that's something I've implemented within the last year. But even before that, like I was always thankfully pretty confident in that but you're right it is it is a mindset piece like you have to you have to see the value in yourself and that you're worth the investment because your business is your baby it's an extension of you so you have to see that it's worth it yeah and like you said it can just be 10 percent. so 
back when I was earning, you know, one or 200 a month, um, I could have invested that 10 or $20 on some really good quality clip art. And instead I just didn't. And I had some really hideous resources when I first started and I kind of wish I had, it didn't have to be a huge amount of money. I mean, I invest a lot more now. I invest loads of money, but back then I could have just invested something and that would have been better than nothing. I mean, obviously you can do lots of things for free as well. I don't want to force anyone to invest from day one if they're not comfortable and they really cannot afford it because when you first start you might not even be making a hundred dollars that's okay but in that first year you want to have that mindset shift because I, I didn't have that for like two or three years and that held me back for sure so yeah that's my takeaway from this make sure you have that mindset shift that business mindset will bring, bring those profits I definitely think yeah I definitely I 100% agree so that's awesome um if so this is a question that I love to ask on every episode, and I just, I love to hear what every guest has to say. So if someone wanted to start their Ditch to Classroom journey, but they just felt too overwhelmed, what would you tell them? I would say that you aren't alone. I think that we feel like we are the only person that might be struggling in the classroom, or we're the only person that's scared to start a business. And then we feel like, I guess we get caught and kind of frozen in fear. And I think if you like, if you're listening to this or you talk to other people and you know that everybody's going through that or a lot of people are going through that, it doesn't feel so scary and it doesn't feel so personal, like you're a bad teacher or you're a bad business owner. If you know that we're all going through that. So I went through that. I struggled as a teacher. I struggle running a business. Like you are not alone in it. And you just have to accept that we're all in this together and be brave. Like we're all trying to be brave. I think it's, it's not easy. It's a big jump. It's a big decision, but it can be really positive. And if, if I had just stayed frozen in fear and just not done this jump, I mean, I would, I don't know where I'd be now, but I'd probably still be in the classroom and I'd probably still be quite unhappy. So I am glad that I made that leap and yeah, it was a big leap and it was scary, but I think it was worth it. And you don't have to make that big one decision. You'd have to like, you know, hand in your resume to your, um, and in your resignation tomorrow, you can gradually start building a business in the background. And like I was like slowly building a store, slowly being a VA and build it up and then get yourself ready for it over the few months and years, like get yourself mentally ready for it and like financially ready for it. And then you can take that leap. It doesn't have to be right now, but it could be soon. You just have to be brave, I guess, is my advice. Yeah, you just have to take baby steps. You don't, like you said, you don't have to throw in the towel tomorrow, but take those steps to set yourself up for success. Um, and also, like you said, build build community around you. You're not the only one feeling this way. There are, there are teachers leaving in droves and it's very unfortunate. Um, and that's like why it's been such a big, big dream on my heart to help teachers who I know felt similarly to how I felt. Um, so yeah, finding that community, there's, there's Facebook groups out there for teachers who no longer want to be in and give you just tips on how to, to get out and still provide for yourself and still be able to support your family and all of the things. So I think, yeah, building that community is essential. Yeah, definitely. I really, I'm glad that you've done this. I'm glad that you have this podcast. I would have loved to have listened to this a few years ago. It would have been, you know, been so nice to hear people's stories and know that there are other people feeling the way that I feel. Sometimes you do, you feel, you feel alone, I guess. So this is lovely that you do this. <laughs> well, thank you. I appreciate that. So do you have any resources that you would like to share with my listeners? 
So I do have a Pinterest cheat sheet that I love to share. And because Pinterest is kind of my jam, it's the thing I love talking about. I think it's really valuable for TPT sellers who want to market on Pinterest. But if you're a virtual assistant, maybe that helps out with Pinterest, you might enjoy it too. Mm -hmm. But it's basically like, you know, keywords and blank sentences of examples and like my sort of secret strategy that I use for writing pin descriptions. So if you're looking to market on Pinterest, you might really like it. So yeah, hopefully we can put the link for that in the show notes and they yeah. can sign up for the Pinterest freebie. Um, so I also have a podcast. It's called The Terrific Teacherpreneur. So if you are thinking about starting as a TPT seller or you are already a TPT seller and you want to learn a bit more or even if you help TPT sellers, I give lots of sort of tips and advice for growing your teacher business. Um, and I do have an episode that's like my biggest regrets as a seller. So you can listen to that one and learn about all the things I wish I hadn't done or wish I had done. But yeah, um, the terrific teacherpreneur it's called. Perfect. Like I, like we said, I will drop those links in the show notes. So those of you listening can find that really easy. And I think if you're not familiar with a lot of people who haven't quite taken a lot of steps out of the classroom yet might just think of Pinterest as like the pretty place to go find home decor and things but you want to think of Pinterest as a search engine and when you type something into the search bar to find it that's 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 called a keyword and that keyword brings up all these different pins so your Pinterest cheat sheet helps TPT sellers have their their products show up on Pinterest if someone searches those specific key words. And so I think that's a really, really amazing resource that, that you've created to help them get found on Pinterest. And one other amazing thing about Pinterest is that your content lives on there a lot longer. Like if you post on Instagram, what is it like an hour? It might show up on Instagram. It's something crazy, but Pinterest, like they can find that what you posted for months and months. So I'm, I'm really happy that you made that for people who are interested in TPT. Oh, I'm so glad to hear that because I feel like I'm the only one saying that. I'm always like, Pinterest is so awesome. And everyone's like, mm, they're not really listening. They're like, Instagram's awesome. It's really nice to have someone in my corner. I feel like all those things are saying is true. It being a search engine and the pin sticking around longer, I find us such a, it's a, it's a, it's a, a much better source of traffic than I find social media to be. People are on Instagram and Facebook because they just want to relax and they want to unwind and they don't want to be sold to all the time. Um, but if you are putting up a pin, you can be as salesy as you want. You can be like, here is my latest resource, come and buy it. Or here is my service or my course or whatever. And people like literally are on there to get ideas and to buy things, which is awesome. So I'm glad you agree. <laughs> yeah, I always say work smarter, not harder. So if you're posting on Instagram, like you're less likely to be seen. So go where you're going to be seen. <laughs> yes, definitely. I agree. <laughs> awesome. Well, this has been so so fun just talking to you because like I said I never did this and so just like picking your brain is, is fun for me um where can people come and connect with you and learn more about the TPT world and just become your best friend <laughs> thank you um so I have an Instagram and it's called terrific selling tactics and I made it literally one one year ago to the day so today's my anniversary That's awesome. of the, yeah <laughs> Actually, um, two years ago, exactly today, I posted that I wasn't coming back to teaching. So that's that's yay. awesome. <laughs> yeah, it's a special day for both of us. <laughs> 
Um, but yeah, and it's just like a place where I felt like there wasn't a lot of help on Instagram for sellers, like tips to help them grow their stores. So I started making all these posts and then it kind of spiraled out of control. And I started like the Instagram account started, then I made a Facebook group and then the podcast and it kind of all grew from there. And it's like this crazy business that just popped out of nowhere. <laughs> but yeah, so they can connect me on Instagram or you can like, yeah, check out my Facebook group. That's called the Terrific Teacherpreneur as well. That's basically if you want to be a TPT seller. It's a lovely community and we all help each other. And then I have a website too, but that's also for teachers and sellers. So we can put the link to that, but it's called terrificteachingtactics.com. But yeah, um, that's got like blog posts for sellers and things as well. So I kind of, I overdo it and I have like every platform possible. I don't know. I don't recommend other people do this, but I definitely overdo it. <laughs> yeah, I do too. But it's it's a good idea to like start with one and then grow over time and always also repurposing content. So you can use similar content on each piece for those listening that are like, wait, I have to be on all these places. No, just, <laughs> just start with one and then repurpose that content. <laughs> Yes. Yeah. My advice is definitely just start with one and get really good at it and then gradually go to the next one. Like I started with Instagram and then I made the Facebook group and yeah, repurpose, like don't make, don't make your life harder, but also I love a lot of productivity stuff like batching and scheduling and work schedules and things. I talk about that on the podcast because it has, it's made me able to balance everything. So yeah. I try, I'm running the TPT store and I'm running this other side of my business and I wouldn't be able to do it all on my own if I didn't have those things. So I love, like I love batching and if you are like full-time in the classroom listening and you're thinking about starting a store or a business and you're like, I don't have the time to do all these things. It's good to have those strategies in place, you know, where you work on a Sunday afternoon and you batch all your Instagram posts in one go, and then you can be consistent on Instagram, even though you're a busy teacher. So yeah, productivity is so important. Yeah. And I do have a podcast episode about like time management skills and I go into batching. So I can't remember specifically what episode number, but it's it's one of the one of the oldest ones. So if you if you're listening and you want to scroll back, you'll find it back in like December 2020-ish. Perfect. Well, thank you so, so much for coming on today. I've really just appreciated your time sharing all of your wisdom. And I cannot wait to, you know, just connect with you more and yeah, be a support system for you in any way that I can. Oh, thank you so much for having me. I've really enjoyed being on here and I'm really enjoying your podcast. So thank you for creating it. <laughs> yeah, no problem. All right, y'all. If you love this episode, make sure to leave a review wherever you're listening. Go show Alex some love. Thank her for coming on to the show and we will see you next week. Thanks so much for hanging out with me today. Before you go, make sure you take a minute to subscribe to the show, leave a rating and review, and check out the show notes for a free gift to help you ditch the classroom. If you loved today's episode, can you help me share the message by taking a screenshot, tagging me on Instagram at ariana.vernier, and sharing it with your friends so we can help more mamas ditch the classroom and follow their dreams. Until next week, y'all, keep following the dreams that were placed in your heart so you too can ditch the classroom.